Hey, welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic. If you are unhappy with AdSense revenue, try Ezoic. They include header bidding, a lot of different ad networks, and they split test everything. I've had very good results with them. Okay, today, let's pose the question being, what happens or what should you do when your site is done? Does this happen? Well, for me, this doesn't happen. Okay, so, and the reason for that is, is I tend to gravitate toward broad niche sites. All right, I tend to uh, register and name sites that are broad in terms of their encompass many, many niches within an area. So an example would be, you know, you could go really focused in a particular niche such as basketball shoes, or you could go quite a bit broader and do an entire site on shoes, just shoes, or even go one up further and go to like apparel and shoes, right? Style, fashion sort of thing, right? That that's what I would do. But I totally get that some people like the idea of jumping into a far more focused niche. And there are advantages to that, such as you can really dig deep, you can build up authority on that very specific topic. And there's some SEOs that are talking out there that these days Google is giving preference to websites that really focus in on a specific topic or closely related topics. And I'm not really sure about that. I don't do a whole lot of SEO analysis of other sites and all that. I just go about and do my thing. But it's possible, which is interesting because a number of years ago when there was a lot of sites out there, you call them micro sites, were just getting cranked out. They'd have like 10, 15 articles on there and they were basically targeting one keyword. The entire site was about one keyword to rank for that and people were just cranking site after site after site out and doing quite well with the uh, traffic because Google tended to give quite a bit of traffic to those sites that targeted the one keyword. So now I'm not saying we've come full circle and going back to that. I don't think you're going to rank a 10-page site that targets one keyword unless it's like a super easy keyword. But we are, as some suggest, moving towards sites that if you go really deep, focusing on a specific topic and manage to basically offer the best content on that topic, that these sites are performing well. So what's interesting about these sites, and while I haven't really jumped into one, and maybe I will down the road, is that at some point you, you kind of finish them. All right. And what I mean by that is you've pretty much exhausted the topic. Now you might do some updated posts throughout the course of the year, but you're not hammering away day in and day out, cranking out the content like uh, CNN or some large, if you if you run a fashion or apparel type site, I mean, there's really no end to what you can do. You know, the trends change, the fashions change. There's so much you could, I mean, you, you never really run out of topics, right? But if you did a website specifically on basketball shoes, it'd be fairly large. There's quite a bit you could do about that. But at some point, you've probably covered most of the half-decent keywords, even if you went down to like really, really long tail, low search, like 20 searches a month or something like that. Eventually, you could probably kind of finish the site. So what do you do in this situation? What are your options? Now, the one thing that I think every site owner should do at least once a year 
is to try to squeeze out more revenue per thousand visitors. All right, so if you've basically capped out your traffic, you've hit a plateau, there's there's not a whole lot you can add to it, you probably want to take a few days and maybe test some additional ad networks, maybe some affiliate split testing if you're doing affiliate stuff, and try to squeeze out more revenue per thousand visitors. Why not, right? Like you could literally invest like a couple of days, and if you add a couple of RPM to your site's revenue, that's going to add up big time over time. More importantly, it's going to increase the value of your site considerably. So that is something you definitely want to do. But the next uh, next thing that you could do is basically just put your feet up and enjoy it as a cash cow. Cash cow sites are cool. Now I'm not saying you're not gonna you know you can basically like ignore it for the next five years and expect that it'll earn as it is now, right? You're gonna there's gonna be other content that's gonna be competing with you and things are changing and and, and Google updates it's all going all that. You probably want to add a, a couple of posts here and there and. Etc. I mean, you have a site, it requires some management, updating plugins, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but for the most part, it could be a cash cow, and you could then dedicate your time to something else. Maybe another finite site. Let's call these finite sites, right? They have a finite amount of content. And you could conceivably build out an unlimited number of these, right? And as long as they're making money and you can pay for someone to kind of manage them. Once you get a whole lot, it's kind of hard to, to manage them all. Then you've got a pretty sweet little passive business going on, and maybe it's a big business. So there's no shame in just milking it for a number of years and enjoying it as a cash cow, right? Okay, your next option is to tack on additional topics. All right, you started the site all about basketball shoes cool you exhausted it you are the authority on basketball shoes you're pulling in lots of traffic making some really good affiliate commissions and some ad revenue why not expand into a, another related topic it could be tennis shoes it could be running shoes okay so now he, here's what you have to think about when you start a site like this right like if, if you're if you start with the idea it's like I want to do a basketball shoe site that, that's all well and good and I got no problem with that and I, and I would I would do that but keep your options open when you choose a domain name right don't do a domain name like basketballshoes.com you're kind of hedged into basketball shoes right so go something broader like the shoe dude.com or something like that. You then give yourself latitude to go into basically every type of shoe. And if if, if you have the shoe dude.com domain and the site is just basketball shoes, it's not gonna look weird. But if you have basketballshoes.com and you start publishing about tennis shoes and running shoes, that looks a little weird, right? So give yourself the option down the road to expand. I always do that. My domains, while they definitely indicate a particular uh, vertical or sector, within that I have a lot of flexibility. And your last option is to sell it, of course. Now, selling is a tough decision, right? And I've actually never sold a site, amazingly, and I've only purchased one site in my life. So I generally just bootstrap sites from scratch. So, and I hang on to them. Now, the reason I hang on to them is probably not the smartest reason, right? Because, well, a site can reach some sort of peak performance level 
And if you have a really strong sense that your site is at peak performance, like you could, no matter what else you do to the site and add to the site, you're kind of hit about as good as you, about as much revenue and traffic as, as you think you can do it. That's an excellent point in time to sell, right? Because if you hang on to it and it goes down and you lose revenue, you're not going to get as much money. So you might as well sell it for the max amount of money. Now, here's the fear. Here's the fear I always have, and here's why I haven't sold a site. And it's not to say I'm not going to sell a site. But I always worry, I'm going to sell a site. Let's say it's doing 1500 bucks a month. But I'm going to sell a site, and I'm going to think, well, somebody, what if they take that site to $2 million a year, right? And I missed out on that opportunity. That's my fear. So I hang on to them. But that's not always logical, right? Like you may you may just be busy on other projects and you have other options. And so the best thing you can do when you think you've, you've grown a site to the best that you can grow it, then it's time to sell. Maybe you're very, very good at starting sites from scratch and getting them to the two or $3,000 per month level. But then after that, you kind of, maybe you lose interest in sites. You like, you're a type of person who likes to start something new. Or maybe you've, you know, you've got a whole keyword research system down and a content system that effectively grows them to $3,000 a month, but you've never really mastered growing a site into something a whole lot larger. Maybe that's your specialty. That's, that's cool, right? You know that. You hit your $3,000 a month mark, you sell it because that's what you do, right? And let's let the buyer maybe who maybe is good at taking an existing site and growing it to the next level or the buyer just tanks the site and loses their money. That happens a lot too. So understand what your capabilities are. For me, I'm... I, admittedly, I don't probably make the right decision. There have probably been sites in the past I should have sold. I sort of grew them to the best that, that they that I could at, at the current time, and I probably should have sold them, and I hung on too long. But anyway, my view is I like to hang on to these long-term uh, with the hope that I can grow them to something much more bigger. But anyway... If you think you've grown it to peak performance and no matter what you're throwing at it, it's not, it's not growing, you're not moving the needle, probably a good time to sell because if you can get three years revenue all at one time, basically let's say, let's say it, it sells for uh, three years net income, net annual income that is, you can take all those proceeds and you could, you could build up either a handful of other sites and grow them or pour it all into one or hey go stick it in the bank or buy stocks and retire, whatever, right? So that money has probably got much better uses than just hanging on to something that's plateauing for a while and then potentially could go down, in which case you lose money and you'll sell it for less than what you could have. So those are your options. Uh, I, th I think the whole idea of a finance site is really interesting. I, I'm not current, I don't currently have a site that is really geared toward that because I tend to go into these broad niches where it's just unlimited. But you know, here's what got me thinking about this. I look at I look at the, the organic traffic profile of really big sites, right? Like the, the the top tier sites online that get tens of millions of visitors. The ones usually they have a print magazine that you could you could buy, and then they have this huge web presence, right? These are the, these are the huge corporations, the Hearst corporations, the Condé Nast, and, and these sort of things, right? So you you look at the traffic profiles of these sites, and what's interesting. Is it's not just this constant upward trajectory. They hit these massive plateaus, and then they even go down, and then they'll go up, and they'll go down, they'll go up and up, and so forth. 
And so, because we view these sites as like, well, they just constantly grow. They just get bigger and bigger. And the amount of content they push out is ridiculous, right? So we just think, oh, well, they just constantly grow. But they actually don't. They do hit plateaus. I mean, when you're getting tens of millions of visitors, they, they, they kind of maxing out the market, right? So in a way, it's kind of a finite site, even though it's not really in terms of the topics you could cover. But their audience is so large, they've kind of maxed out that growth potential, it's, it's sort of like Facebook, too. They're getting to the point they have so many people who have registered on Facebook. Like, growth is difficult because, well, everybody already has an account. Same with Netflix. Netflix is, is starting to see this. I mean, every, everybody has Netflix. It's like, where is their growth opportunity? Other countries, I'm not saying Netflix isn't going to grow, but I'm saying it gets harder, right, than, than, say, four years ago when, you know, so people were just joining like crazy. So that's another indicator, right? If, if you're noticing, like, hey, I basically tapped the entire market uh, maybe it's a much smaller market but I've tapped it and it's like no matter how much content I push out I'm not really going to grow it not not because I've exhausted keywords but basically I have reached my entire audience so what do I do right you potentially a good time to sell or like I said maybe it's time to add on another revenue stream what if you could add 30% revenue maybe, maybe you could sell something. I don't know, but you want to give that some thought. So these are your options. I think the finite site concept is interesting. I potentially would go down that road at some point and just become these little cash cows that just once it's done, you just let them sit and uh, generate cash flow every month. And that's pretty cool. I mean, if you're not investing in content, let's say, let's say you throw up 300 articles on a site and that's a big expense, right? But that's it. You basically exhausted the niche and it just, you know, obviously your traffic's not going to come for a while, but eventually all of that content starts working well and it starts generating, let's say, to 2500 bucks a month. Well, that's great, right? Like, uh, what would 300 articles cost? It'd cost you, uh, let's say, 30000 bucks, maybe twenty. all right? But if you got the site going to $2,500 a month, that site's worth more than double than what you spend on content. And if you hold on to a few, a few years, you're also going to enjoy all that revenue. So it's it's kind of a neat concept from a strictly from an ROI perspective. I, I haven't gone down that road. Uh, I suspect one one day there will come a day where I'll say, my site's done. I'm selling. Or, you know what? I No matter what I've done, I can't grow the site anymore. It's time to sell. Thanks for listening.